People start more than half of the fires in Arizona. We can do better than that. Wildfires put firefighters and the public in serious danger. All it takes is one spark to start a wildfire. Be fire smart. Secure trailer safety chains, tires, or anything on a car that could scrape the ground. Never burn when windy. Never leave campfires unattended. And always put them out cold. Do your part to prevent wildfires, Arizona. Your firefighters thank you. Good morning. I call to order this regular meeting of the Lake Havasu City Planning and Zoning Commission for Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. At this time, please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. Aye. Pledge, Pledge of Allegiance, allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Ms. Gilbert, could you please, I'm sorry, Ms. Hennigan, would you please call the roll? Commissioner Matthew Mitchell? Here. Commissioner Susanna Ballard? Here. Commissioner Joan DeZero? Here. Commissioner Paul Lair? Here. Commissioner Tiffany Wilson? Here. Commissioner Lonnie Stevenson? Here. Commissioner J.P. Thornton? Commissioner Jim Harris? Here. Vice Chair Medley? Here. Chair David Yes. Here. Thank you. Mr. Gilbert, any uh, reports? Sorry, Mr. Mr. Chairman. My apologies, Mr. Chairman, I missed that. Oh, oh. any, any uh, reports or, or uh, no, updates? The, the City Council canceled their second meeting of December, which was right uh, on the 26th, right after Christmas. So. Uh, since we last met, there have been no updates on anything. So um, that's it. Okay, thank you very much. All right, we all received the last me uh, me uh, meeting minutes. Are there any changes, deletions, or comments? 
Seeing none, I'm looking for a motion to approve the minutes. Move to approve. Second. Okay, we got a motion to approve by Commissioner Harris and a second by Commissioner Ballard. Any other discussion? All right, seeing none, we are ready to vote. Motion passes seven to zero. Thank you. All right, this is a public hearing and there is a structured order through the process. City staff will present each item. There will be time for the commission to ask questions of the staff and the applicant will have an opportunity to present their case to the commission. Once that is done, we will open a public hearing to give community members an opportunity to ask questions or provide input. I ask that anyone who wishes to speak limit their trips to the microphone to once per item and keep their comments to less than five minutes. Please, pay, please stay on point and refrain from discussing subject matter not pertinent to the item being considered. There will be an opportunity for the public to address the commissioners after uh, the meeting is uh, at the end of the public uh, meeting and we will uh, have that topic later in the meeting. After public testimony is taken, I will close the public hearing and bring the item back to the table for the city staff's recommendation. Further discussion from the commission and eventually a motion to approve or disapprove. And we thank you to adhering to this protocol during the meeting. <clears throat> All right, the first item to be discussed is ID number 244081, a request for a zone change and general development plan approval for 700 London Bridge Road, located at the southeast corner of London Bridge Road and Industrial Boulevard from MU-G Mixed Use General to MU-G-PD Mixed Use General Plan Development. Mr. Gilbert, your presentation, please. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. This particular project comes before you for a second time. Uh, the first time it came before this body was back in 2021. Uh, it was purchased at auction when it was zoned uh, uh, AP, Agricultural Preservation, and it, the uh, future land use and the zoning were both amended at that time. The future land use was changed to, um, to, to uh, commercial mixed use, and the zoning was changed to mixed use uh, general, MU-G. The ordinance that, or the staff report from the time, and the ordinance did not specify a specific use for the property. And that's very important to point out because um, the MUG was thought to be what they needed for what they wanted to do in the future. And they came in finally with a plan, and it was determined that the MUG specifically uh, had requirements that were not consistent with what they wanted to do. So. They are back before you to add the PD overlay to the MUG uh, underlying zoning to allow them to accomplish what they want to accomplish with the project. I'm going to advance to some slides here. First slide, uh, just a general location. Subject property is in the southeast quadrant of Industrial Boulevard, which is on the north, and London Bridge Road, which is on the west. 
uh, butts up to uh, primarily industrial properties on both the north and the east. And to the west is the Lake Havasu State Park boat launch, as you can see on the over on the, the slide. Um, not far from the lake. Let me advance this one slide. Uh, this slide is the, the current zoning shows the MUG in the blue. Uh, to the east is C2, which is general commercial, also allows some uh, service type uses similar to light industrial, but not not quite at that level. And to the north is C2PD, uh, also very similar, but the uses are like storage units, things like that, which are um, kind of resemble a, a light industrial area. Um, there are no residential neighbors directly abutting. The most significant neighbor would be the state park to the west. I'm going to advance this one more slide. This is the, con the conceptual development plan that was preliminarily submitted for this request. And uh, what they're attempting to do is to run three different types of uses on the property. On the far east end, they want to do storage units, which is consistent with what's directly adjacent. The very south end, they want to have a, a restaurant retail type uh, structure, which is, if you follow the mouse pointers right here. And for the remainder of the development, they want to do what I like to refer to as a, as a carriage house style. Uh, let me advance this one slide to kind of give you an idea of what it looks like so I don't have to describe it. It's ground floor uh, living, or ground floor garage with a, above second floor living. And uh, that's gonna be the remainder of the number of units through here all along London Bridge Road and on the interior. There's a number of issues though that we want to address uh, regarding this project. It's 12.06 acres total land area. The, uh, the MUG zone has some restrictions for any kind of development and that includes in your staff report, there's a section called, um, you know, advance this couple of slides here a section called Specific Relief Requested from MUG Standards. And there are two big ones that are contained in the MUG zone uh, uh, district standards. And that number one is 140204B4B under the heading Additional Development Standards that they not be required to be enforced as it creates severe building orientation issues for the buildings in the project due to requirements for doorways having to lead to sidewalks and 65% of the primary building frontage be located no further than 20 feet from the front property line. And then the other big one is section 140303A5 under the heading dwelling multifamily, that the requirement that 25% of the gross floor area of each structure be for non-residential uses, and that dwelling units not be located on the ground floor, and that's significant, as this prevents the developer from realizing concept of having the residential dwelling on the second floor above the garages. And of course the garages are an accessory uh, to a residential use. Um, both the underlying uh, future land use category and the uh, zoning of MUG permit uh, as, a, as a secondary type of use residential and, the primary course is service, which would be the, the storage units and the uh, future restaurant 
site. So that's what's intended. It's permitted. The uses are permitted in both the underlying land use, the uh, applied zoning. The PD would clarify the design standards that would allow the developer to orient the buildings in a manner that uh, suits the development because there are other issues which I'll get to here in a second. Um, oops, sorry. So the other issues from the staff report are under the category of, um, apologies, comments received from other departments. The state agencies operating the adjacent state park have requested a traffic impact analysis because that uh, just sits at a major intersection, including the entry into the state park boat and dock uh, uh, vicinity. And that was also requested with the original rezoning in 2021. Um, all public works requirements regarding dedication of additional right-of-way, installation of turn lanes, lane widening, easement, stormwater control shall be addressed as part of the design review process. Um, the proposed PD overlay uh, will also help with, with some of these issues because uh, Unisource has already gone in and installed some major utilities on the property since the 2021 uh, rezoning. And those facilities that were installed, if they're going to be retained for the plan as it currently sits, are going to cause the buildings to have to shift a little bit to accommodate the proper easements, which Unisource doesn't want landscaping or other you know, hard surface or anything like that over. So there's going to have to be accommodations made, and the PD will allow them uh, with, within the uh, no substantial change clause to make some minor adjustments to the buildings on their location. So all that is part of why they came back for the PD overlay. Oops, sorry, I'll leave it here. So the findings required for the rezoning are all listed in the staff report. Staff believes that all the findings have been met to support adding the PD overlay uh, onto the MUG zone that already exists. And there are a number of factors from the general plan that are listed here as well, uh, which indicate compliance with the general plan's intent. So based upon that, uh, staff does recommend approval of the uh, PD overlay to the MUG existing zoning. Um, based upon the conditions contained in the staff report, and those conditions are number one, City Code Section 140204.b.4.b shall not be applicable to the project. City Code Section 14.03.03.a.5 shall not be applicable to the project. Uh, number three, all requirements of the Lake Havasu City Public Works Department and the utility providers regarding the proposed project depicted on the general development plan shall be satisfied during the design review process. And finally, the fourth condition, the development conducted on the site shall be in substantial compliance with the general development plan at all times. Minor changes necessary to meet utility company ADOT or city public works engineering requirements shall not be considered as substantial changes. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that completes my staff report. Uh, welcome to answer any questions you may have.
Okay, thank you. Any questions from the commission to the staff? Commissioner DeZero? I just wanted some clarification on the traffic because <clears throat> the state agencies in 2021 said they wanted a study, but it didn't say if one had been conducted, but it did say that Public Works is now requiring additional right-of-way installation of turn lanes. I assume that was all as a result of the 2021 traffic study, that they're making those recommendations. Uh, and when we look we, at the, here where it says, number three, all requirements of the City Public Works Department. Correct. That would include these turn lanes. And yes, yes. Uh, okay. Public Works has already uh, <coughs> preliminarily looked at turn lanes required and has sent us information on that. Uh, they need the traffic study in order to do more detailed analysis. And okay, so, so they're still going to do another one current? That is correct. Okay. Right, uh, the the issue, if I can slide back here to the <clears throat> zoning location map, I don't know if it shows it very clearly. Uh, the property lines are are for this particular parcel are shown down the middle of the roadway. So, uh, Public Works is going to do some investigation and determine if how much right of way may have to be dedicated to the city okay. uh, to accommodate ex not only existing but future turn lanes and stuff like that. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Any other questions? Huh? Is the applicant present? Would you like to state your name for the record and spell your last name, please? Commissioner, commissioners, um, thank you for having us today. My name is Luke Still, uh, S-T-I-L-L. And um, this issue before you is something that started back in 2019 at an auction um, when it was originally rezoned, we knew we were going to do something similar to this. The, the reason we're asking for a variance is that you can't do the, the residential component without having a variance uh, for mixed-use general. And um, we are planning on dividing these up into three different sites, so there'll be three different projects, but they kind of work together. Uh, the corner site, the re retail site, or restaurant site, is something that's allowed within the mixed-use general, and the storage is something that's allowed within the mixed-use general. But the middle of this site is an issue because we don't have compliance with not having residential on the bottom and not having 25%. So um, that's why we're asking for the, the zoning change today. Um, we have been working with the city to make sure that we can dedicate what they need dedicated back on that corner. Um, at the radius there, we're gonna dedicate a big portion of that back. and. Pretty much all the old Arizona State Land Trust was uh, never dedicated back to the city, so we're taking care of that issue by getting out of the middle of the road with the property line and going back however far that's needed. We will be putting a, a landscape buffer in behind the buildings to try and soften kind of the taller look of them, but the idea here is that being two stories, you know, right at that location will provide really cool views. It'll provide, you know, some additional residential um, density right there in an area that has mostly industrial type stuff but uh, for residential uses I mean being able to walk across the street to state parks is pretty pretty cool mm -hmm. um, with that can I answer any questions I have one question before I open it up to the other commission so with the with the mix of uh, residential and retail and a restaurant parking is not is, is that all satisfied is it going to meet all our city requirements uh, because these will all have uh, large garages, uh, in the design review phase, we'll look at the actual required count. Uh, we don't believe that there's going to be a significant problem because of the distance between each row of units. 
to provide the required parking. Okay. And then the other thing, when the traffic study is done, I hope they take into consideration the holiday traffic because I've been down there and there and the, there's a mile or so up industrial and back down the, the London Bridge Road are people waiting to get into the park to, to launch their boats. I mean, it's dead, it's dead stop. So people that want to turn in, it's going to be interesting to see how they do that traffic I'm, study. So. Mr. Chairman, I believe that was a concern of the state park when they commented, yes. Okay, any other questions? No. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and just to comment on what you're speaking yeah. about, the um, you'll see the entrance on London Bridge Road. We purposely moved that down as far away from the intersection as we could to try okay. and mitigate that issue you're concerned with. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm going to uh, open this up to the public. Is there anyone at the public this time who wants to address the commission on this issue? Please uh, come to the podium as first and last name and spell your last name for the record, please. Good morning. My name is Dan Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y. Uh, Mr. Chair and Commissioners, thank you for allowing me this time. Uh, I am the park manager at Lake Havasu State Park and am here on behalf of the Arizona State Parks and Trails. I'd like to start by applauding the city and the developer. Uh, as it, Mr. Still just pointed out, uh, one of the concerns we had in 2021 was the entrance drive on London Bridge Road. Uh, their new plan does accommodate that, and so we appreciate the opportunity that our voice was heard previously, and we hope to do the same here. Um, we applaud the, the effort. We believe this is gonna be a great boost to our tax base, and that's one of the goals of the state trust lands is that that money gets put back into the private sector so that it can help develop uh, tax bases and provide economic development. We truly believe that this project does do that. Uh, we're looking forward to having new neighbors, uh, but we do have concerns. Uh, the traffic is a very big concern of ours. Uh, if you look at the volume of people that come to our property every year, it's a half million plus, uh, and it's something that we've worked very hard to mitigate any traffic concerns. Recently, the city put in bike lanes on both sides of London Bridge Road. We understand that. We understand that that is important, especially when you're looking for funding for road construction, that the bike lanes are important. But this has further restricted the traffic flow in our neighborhood. Uh, that's something that we want to be very clear on because the city, is, uh, especially the police department, we've worked very closely with to mitigate all these traffic concerns. We don't want to have a scenario created where the city is looking at the state park and complaining about the backup of traffic uh, with additional development. So I do believe and I'm confident that we'll work through these issues together. Uh, we'll come up with a plan, but that's why it's such a big concern for us. The next point that we'd like to highlight is the noise. Um, just like existing businesses, when people build developments near airports, when you build a development near a state park that's as busy as we are, that hosts as many events as we do, there are things that we have in place that sometimes neighbors aren't thrilled with. Uh, we host jet ski races on the north end of the park. They can be loud. They can be loud early in the morning. We just want to put out there that we, while we welcome the project and we're looking forward greatly to having it be successful and move forward, um, we are want to be preemptive with the fact that 10 years from now, people might be complaining about the noise at the state park. Uh, we're seeing more of it now as the city grows with events that we've been hosting for multiple decades, events that give back to the economy here in our community. Uh, and we want to be very cognizant of that, want to take this opportunity to point those things out. But those are things we're concerned about. 
Uh, I do believe that they're being incorporated, uh, especially when Mr. Still talks about some of the, the setbacks and, and working with the city to see what the needs are. And we appreciate all that. We just wanted to take this opportunity to put those points on the record. And I'd be happy to answer any questions if anybody would have any. Anybody have any questions, Mr. Roddy? All right, thank you. Thank you. Luke, do you want to comment on anything he said or update? Your, your option. No, the only thing I would say is that we've, we've worked with state parks on different projects and we're happy to try and accommodate the best that we can, um, the traffic impact study and uh, being a good neighbor there. And we certainly understand that they were there first and there's noise down there. And we, we certainly aren't gonna represent any of our buyers that they're gonna somehow be a quiet neighbor. So um, they'll continue to do what they do. And frankly, I think that'll attract a lot of people to that activity base that they have. So okay. I, I appreciate the comments. Okay, thank you. Is anyone else from the public like to address the commission on this item? Okay, seeing none, I'm going to close the public comment portion and bring it back to uh, staff for your recommendation to the commission, please. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. As I went over the conditions earlier. The staff does recommend approval under those four conditions I previously stated. Okay, thank you. Are there any more comments from the commission to the staff on this item? Seeing none, I'm looking for a motion to approve. Mr. Chairman. Yes. <clears throat> I move that we approve ID 244081 with staff's recommendations. I'll second. Right, we have a motion to approve by Commissioner Harris with a second by Commissioner Ballard. Any other discussion? All right, seeing none, we are ready to vote. Motion passes seven to zero. All right, good luck to you. Thank you. All right, the next item up on the agenda is ID 24-4073, a request to amend the parking in common master plan for 3857 and 3861 Chemehuevi Boulevard, track 2222, block five, lots 13 and 14 to allow vehicular access for a drive-through cafe use in the limited commercial C1 district. Mr. Kearns, your presentation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The subject property is located at the northwest side of Chemehuevi Boulevard. The property is currently vacant. The abutting lots on both sides are zoned limited commercial C1 district and are undeveloped with their parking areas unimproved. The property to the north across the alley is zoned residential multifamily RM district and undeveloped. The properties across Chemohevi Boulevard are zoned residential two-family R2 district. This request is to amend the approved parking and common plan to allow vehicular access for a cafe drive-through. The proposed drive-through lane disrupts the layout of the parking and common master plan for this area, so the parking and common amendment is required. A parking and common amendment application requires agreement from a minimum of 75% of the owners Property, the owners of properties within the block. The applicant submitted approvals from six of the seven property owners as 85% uh, within the parking common block. 
Staff received no objections to the request from any review agencies. The proposed site plan shows a 2010 square foot drive-through cafe. The proposed site plan shows 13 parking stalls. Per the development code, a drive-through requires a minimum of three stacking spaces, and these are shown on the site plan. Staff's recommended conditions for approval are the project shall substantially match the site plan submitted within with the application. The property will still be part of the shared parking for any proposed uses on the property. When the neighboring properties are developed, the owner of lot 13 and 14 will be required to allow access to the adjacent properties and redesign their parking lot to allow driving aisles and parking. The owner shall ensure a proper paved and improved access to McCulloch Boulevard is provided that receives approval from the city's public works department to permit drive-through traffic to exit the property in a safe and direct manner. The property owner is encouraged to work with the adjacent property owner to the north to achieve this common goal. Five, the design review is required to ensure compliance with all applicable city codes, including driveway locations, parking, and vehicle stacking requirements. And if the property is not developed per this approval, it shall be developed to conform to the original parking common plan. I'm available for any questions, and the applicant is also available. Thank you. Any questions from the commissioners to the staff on this item? All right, seeing none, is the applicant present? Please uh, state your first and last name and spell your last name for the record. Good morning, Commissioners. My name is Rob Sampson with Selberg Associates, uh, S-A-M-P-S-O-N. It's my pleasure to be here today. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, really, Mr. Kearns did a great job of laying this out for us. Uh, the intention by the owner is to develop a cafe, a multi-story potentially, uh, with a drive-through. Uh, right now, the Adjacent properties uh, on this block, as you know, there's only one that's been developed. The adjacent ones on this property, um, or to this property, have not been developed. So we're showing kind of a temporary parking layout until the parking in common or the other other um, properties are developed. So that way we can uh, continue with the master plan that they have for the parking in common, except for the drive-through. Um, we're here to answer any questions if you. Uh, any, anything for us? I, I have one question. Is just a clarification. Is it drive-through only, or is it going to be sit-down inside also? Their intention is to be sit-down uh, as well as uh, drive-through. Okay. Thank you. Any questions from the commissioners? <clears throat> Mr. That. Chair? Yes. Commissioner Lair. Um, just curious about the, um, the driveway entrance that you're putting in there. Is that designed mm -hmm. to be widened to the left, two different um, handicap curb ramp? details I see there and just kind of wondering what's driving that so Mr. Larry you're absolutely correct the intention is as the adjacent properties develop there'll be an intention that we'll have to extend or, or add the extra drive through there this was uh, our best opportunity to try and get direct access into the property and, and keep it where the parking common proposed it yeah thank you any other questions okay thank you very much thank, thank you, you. All right, I'm going to open up to the public. Does anyone from the public at this time like to address the uh, commission on this item? Please state your first and last name and spell your last name for the record. Good morning. Happy New Year, all. Uh, my name is Fatty Holder. I own Pets in Paradise with, with people, with one of their neighbors. I welcome there very much, but my concern is 
once they, if they start construction, is not to use my driveway. They need to use their back alley, and um, that would just help tremendous. Um, they don't want them to block my mailbox, and um, that's about it. <laughs> um, I just ask them to use a driveway and not to use my driveway. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else from the public like to address? All right, would you like to address what you just mentioned? Your opportunity? Good morning again. We had no objections to her requests. We'll certainly work with her and be a good neighbor. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. All right, anybody else from the public? All right, seeing none, we're going to close the public comment and bring it back to staff for recommendation. Staff recommends approval of an amendment to the Parking and Common Master Plan for 3857 and 3861 Chemohueve Boulevard, Track 2222. Block 5, Lot 13 and 14 to allow vehicular access for a drive through cafe use in the limited commercial district with the following conditions. The project shall substantially match the site plan submitted with the application. The property, or two, the property will still be part of the shared parking for any proposed uses on the property. Three, when the neighboring properties are developed, the owner of Lot 13 and 14 will be required to allow access to the adjacent properties and redesign their parking lot to allow driving aisles and parking. Four, the owner shall ensure a proper paved and improved access to McCulloch Boulevard is provided that receives approval of the city's public works department to permit drive-through traffic to exit the property in a safe and direct manner. The property owner is encouraged to work with the adjacent property owner to the north to achieve this common goal. Five, Design review is required to ensure compliance with all applicable city codes, including driveway locations, parking, and vehicular vehicle stacking requirements. And six, if the property is not developed per this approval, it shall be developed to conform to the original parking and common plan. <clears throat> this concludes staff's uh, recommendation and conditions. Thank you, Mr. Kearns. Any uh, questions or comments to the staff from the commissioners? Or not, I'm looking for a motion to approve or disapprove. Uh, Mr. Chairman, if I may add a, a one final comment. Yes, Mr. Chairman. The reference to the property owner to North, uh, that would be the apartment complex that was approved uh, about three months ago. They were required to improve that alley because their secondary access is onto it. And the, the uh, drive-through lane for this project will dump out almost directly across from where that secondary access will be so all the improvements for both sides will go up to McCulloch to the northeast. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. Looking for a motion. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Commissioner Harris. I move that we approve ID 24-4073 with staff's recommendations. I second. All right. We have a motion from Mr. Harris with a second from Ms. Ballard. Any other further discussion? Seeing none, we are ready to vote. The motion passes seven to zero. Good luck to you. Well, that's the last of our items to discuss. Uh, and I'm going to open up to the public, call to the public. This is a call to the public. It's an opportunity for the public to address the commission about a topic that's not on today's agenda. 
We are unable to respond directly or have a two-way conversation. If you would like to speak, please approach the podium and spell your last name for the record. Is there anyone from the public that would like to speak to the commission on anything at this time? Hi, I'm Patty Holder again. I'm a little confused. Uh, what did they decide to do on the alleyway with the, being that the apartment's going to be going in and all? Are they making that a one-way? Are they widening that to two-way? Okay. This, this is, you could, we, we can't have a two-way conversation. You could just address oh. us, and okay. we could, you could maybe speak afterwards to him. Okay. okay. Yes. So okay. Um, concerning what are they going to do with the alleyway in the back? Okay. Is it going to be a one-way or a two-way? Anyone else from the public like to address the commission at this time? All right, seeing none, I'm going to close the public call to the public and bring it back to uh, staff for any uh, future meetings. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. We're working a number of uh, a number of projects right now. Uh, we have a major project uh, on the agenda for the next meeting, which is uh, up tentatively right now, which is up at the north end of the city by the mall, uh, the triangular piece that's that's being developed, uh, intending to be developed for mixed-use uh, commercial. Um, and then we're looking at a, at a couple of other things, but nothing that we can tie down yet for the future meetings after that. Uh, there's still a, a plat hanging out there that's we thought would be before you guys sooner. <laughs> <laughs> working on that one. Um, uh, developers having some uh, concerns with different things. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, for now, that's it. For Over the next month, uh, we have a number of other projects which are moving forward behind the scenes that are not ready yet to uh, be prepared for you guys. But um, I'll have more updates at our next meeting. And when is our next meeting scheduled? On... Uh, January 17th, 9 a.m. Thank you. All right. Well, seeing no, no more business to discuss, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I'm going to adjourn the meeting. Uh, we uh, we don't want uh, unused balances lingering around, particularly if the revenue if the legislature is looking for revenue sources. And I think right now there's about 30 million uh, that is unused, and it's not because of a lack of demand. And so we would like to see some efficiencies there, and and, and give ADOT the ability to sort of re rebalance um, all of the. Um, 
the uh, the fund levels that are available in e- in each pot. So I think that's going to be the uh, the big issues for for transportation in the upcoming year. And, and happy to answer any questions. Thank you, Mr. Adam. Are there any questions, members of the board? All right. Thank you for your report. We appreciate it. Thank you. Item 12 is the ADOT district report. Mr. Steinberger. Yes, uh, good morning, everybody. It's pretty brief report. Uh, we got the paving project through Havasu. You've probably seen some of the work activities. We're slated to be completed this spring. And then also, too, just to give everybody a heads up, you'll start seeing some cameras that pop up along the SR95 corridor. Those are license plate readers. Uh, we're looking, working with the local PD to go through our encroachment process on those. Um, like I said, it was pretty brief. That's all I have today. Any questions? Yeah, Mr. Steinberger, on the Highway 95 project in uh, Lake Havasu, um, so they're, they're working in the nights, which is working good. We're having minimal impacts on that, which is fantastic. But when they come through, are, are they done, or are they going to come back and stripe it one more time uh, with the striping? It looks like it's almost temporary striping, or is that what it is? Yeah, you, you are correct. It's temporary striping. What happens is they come through, uh, they have to wait 30 days or more, to let that pavement cure, and then they will come through with the final striping. Okay, perfect. And then it looks like uh, like the transition between the lanes, it doesn't seem even. Is that something that is corrected too, or is that just how, how it is? 